Taylor Caton. I'm 18 year, years old. I'm a welder for Tracker Boats, and I work I work at Joplin Regional Stockyards as well. And yeah, this is just kind of a podcast, just a little bit about my backstory and where I am today versus where I was, I'll just say a year ago and when I was a kid. Um, start out by kind of a backstory of me. I grew up in Arizona, grew up in grew up outside of Mesa, Arizona, and um, parents parents were divorced when I was three. Um, that's kind of been my whole life and hopping between houses and trying to fix and trying to balance that. So I was I was always kind of adaptable to to every situation, and that's kind of just how I grew up. Um, two of everything, so, so, none of none of some things, and yeah. Uh, parents both remarried when I was around 12 or 13. They both remarried around the same time, and, um, and that's caused some problems as well, but it's also caused some good things in my parents' lives. Um, they found happiness, and I'm happy for them. When I was 12, um, well, let's start out with this. My dad's always been... My dad's always been on my side. My dad's always been there for me mm-hmm. um, in any way, that shape, or form that he could be. My dad always made sure that he made time for us. He made time for family. And there was some, there were some things that I could have done different. There were some things that he could have done different. But overall, I love my dad. I love my mom. Even though I'm not in touch with them very much anymore, I love them. Mm-hmm. And when I was 12, I started getting really bad into some substance abuse. I started drinking heavy, and I started doing started doing some different things that I shouldn't have been doing. Um, that went on until I was about 15, almost 16, and my parents decided it was time for a change. So they they basically um, said, they basically told me it's time for a change and it's time for, it's time for just a different, completely different, just change everything. Mm-hmm. So they, they sent me down to a school in Missouri and um, been here, been in Missouri for about three years now. And um, that school did wonders for me. That school, that school is an amazing place. It's it's helped a lot of kids. It's also made a lot of kids worse, depending on how they treated it. Mm-hmm. It's all about how you look at things, and I decided to look at it positively. Mm-hmm. So um, after I left that school, I decided I decided to stay in Missouri. I had the option to go back home or stay in Missouri. I had a good ranch job set up for me, so I decided to stay in Missouri and ranch. Um, ranching ended up not working out very well for me. I ended up going to the stockyards, and I still work to, at the stockyards to this day, and it's been three, four months mm-hmm. probably since I started working in the stockyards. Um, did construction for a little bit as well. So I've kind of I've been around the trades a little bit, and growing up, that's one thing that my dad has always instilled in me is my work ethic, and I think that plays a huge role in where I'm at today. Mm-hmm. I, I, I could agree with that. I, I think you're... Uh... You're a hard worker for sure. Um, unless you're done, what are some things that you've learned from this point of your life right now or from way back to where you are right now? What are some things you've learned? Some things I learned. Um, one thing I try to live by is control what you can. Don't worry about what you can't. Mm-hmm. So Basically meaning um, there's, there's certain things in your life that you can control and you cannot control. You cannot control what people think about you to an extent. You can control, you can influence what they think about you. You can influence how they feel about you. You can influence your reputation. Um, but you cannot 
completely control that. So that's kind of a gray area in there. But as far as work goes, wake up every morning, go to work. Wake up every morning and do your best every day. Strive to do something better, to learn something new every day. And you will always be, you will always be on the, even if you think you're on a downslide, if you're learning something every day, you will always be on the uphill. Mm-hmm. Now, sorry, uh, let me stop you real quick. Um, why did you quote that quote? Was there a specific thing that happened in your life in order for you to say that? Or, And if you don't mind, can you give an example? Yeah, so right after I got out of that school, um, right after I left that school, that ranch I worked on, mm-hmm. I ended up being fired from that ranch. It was a mixture of a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. Some of it, I, some of it was my fault. Some, a lot of it was a lie that was a lie, a lie that got spread to spread about me mm-hmm. by a ranch hand. Um, but overall, yes, I I got fired from that place, and basically got left with everything that I could fit in the back in the bed of my truck. Mm-hmm. I had a little S ten at the time. Three days later, I ended up wrapping that truck around a tree and going 60. Yeah, I remember that. So I ended up wrecking that truck, and at that point, I didn't have a house. I didn't have a place to lay my head at night. Mm-hmm. I had a girlfriend that I thought had cared about me very much, mm-hmm. and turns out that was wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is what it is. Maybe she did, maybe she didn't, but I ended up I ended up living with her for about a month until I was able to get myself back on my feet. Ended up buying my first truck, the truck I still have now, one of my trucks. It, it's a 96 GMC Sierra 1500. <laughs> and I ended up putting a cattle, cattle guard on the front for, uh-huh. for drive, driving at night because if I hit a deer, I would, I would rather replace a cattle guard than a whole front end. <laughs> so, <laughs> or a tree. Yeah, <laughs> no. Or a truck. <laughs> so that's the reason for that. Um, ended up living with a friend who... I did not know who was was struggling so much at the time, and ended up surrounding myself around around him, surrounding surrounding him. Sur- ended up putting myself around him in a bad way, mm-hmm. and got back into my drinking habit a little bit. Mm-hmm. But about a month in living with him, I told myself I wasn't going to do it anymore, and I quit. And I just, and I've pretty much been sober ever since. I've yeah. had, I've had a couple little slip ups where I've had a drink or two, mm-hmm. but it's been nothing like it was, and it's been nothing, and it will not be anything like good, it was. Good, Keep it up. I'm proud of you. It's just about being strong. It's just about knowing what you want in life and knowing how to get there. Mm-hmm. So what is that? What is that that you want in life, and how are you making steps to get towards that? This is going to sound ridiculous. But <laughs> nah, I want to hear it. I want 500 acres and 10 trucks. 500 acres and 10 trucks. 10 trucks. trucks. What are what's the purpose of each? The purpose of each, I want a work truck or two. Um, that way, if I that way, if I'm on my way to work, because my plan is to go on the road. Mm-hmm. Um, and lesson and by the end of this year, I want to be on the road, or by the by the beginning of next year, I should say. So you're talking about like ten semis or ten work trucks? I do want a semi. Okay, well, that, that will be one of the trucks, but uh-huh. I want two work trucks. Okay, um, just twenty five hundreds, two fifties, whatever they might be. Um, I used to be very keen on Chevy. Same. I ended up buying a 7.5 Ford, mm-hmm. and so far it's caused me little problems, but it's a 92 Ford that's has 300,000 miles that's running really strong. Good night. So it's kind of, it's changed my perspective on yeah. it a lot. <laughs> but, um, I want a, I want a truck, so when I do raise a family, I have a truck to give each of my kids when they turn 16. 
I love I want, it. I, want, I was raised around you pay for your first vehicle, you mm-hmm. pay you pay for everything your first one. Mm-hmm. My parents helped me out with my first truck. Mm-hmm. Um, after going through some things, my parents did end up helping me out with that with that little S ten that I had, and I had that truck for a little bit. Um, but it's always been pay for everything on your own. I want to show my kids that there is good in the world, but they're going to have to work for it. Mm-hmm. The 500 acres, that will be their, that will be partially their responsibility. They will each have a section of it that mm-hmm. they will take care of. And when, and when they decide it's time that that land will be signed over to them. I like that. That's awesome. And portions. Yeah. So I want, I want three or four kids. Eventually I want to raise a family on that farm, on that place. Mm-hmm. I don't know exactly where yet. Um, I'm, I want to stay in Missouri if I can, but if land's too expensive, I will have to go somewhere else. Virginia, Virginia got some cheap land. Uh, I yeah. mean, even Missouri at the moment. So, but yeah. what do you plan on doing with the five hundred acres? You cattle? Uh, there, on about a hundred acres, there will be cows. Um, mm-hmm. Fifty acres, there will, there will be horses, and um, my, my the house that I hope to build on this land. If not, the house that is on this land will be divided out into a into a its own hundred acre place. Mm-hmm. With um, it'll have a little bunkhouse, um, just in case my kid my kids want to place hang out where I ha- end up hiring a hand. Mm-hmm. They have housing. It will have a shop, a big shop, to work on things because mm-hmm. I work on all my own things. I don't like other people working on my vehicles. Yeah, I would rather know it's done right and do it myself. Mm-hmm. So that's. That's not the end goal. That's the start of the end goal. I like that. But the end goal is just eventually to raise a family, mm-hmm. to leave behind a bloodline, and um, show and show something for my life. Mm-hmm. We'll get to the future later, but um, so tell me how um, how you overcame you know the low low level that you were at before, and how you overcame that. There's been a couple times where I've been there, and. Um, I think that's the reason I was able to beat that stems from my childhood, mm-hmm. the adaptability, being able to adapt to things. I can adapt to, um, three hours, three hours of sleep a night, but wow. I've, I've learned that it's better for my body if I have eight hours. Oh, definitely. At Anybody's least six, right. at least six hours. Mm-hmm. So it's just. Stay woke, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but it, as you were, sorry. But it's just all about, um. Not, not. I don't really know what it's all about, but I was able to overcome it because I got to a point where I'm like, I'm tired of this. Mm-hmm. I want to start showing my su- my mm-hmm. success. I want to start showing other people that it can be done. Yeah. And in less than a year, I have owned three trucks. Right now, right now, I own two of them. I have my own house. I've been in some low places. I'm at a high point right now, but I'm not idling it, and I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm always looking for something that I can change and I can make better. Always trying to improve. Because the moment I get comfortable with that is the moment I'm going to lose it all mm-hmm. again. So I will not, I'm not letting myself get comfortable with it. I'm, I'm still allowing myself to grow. Mm-hmm. Right now I'm already looking at a down payment on a land Dang. and another house. So it's, it's just the, I think it's just the um, desire to strive and the desire to um, show other people that it can be done mm-hmm. and show myself that it can be done because I don't know my full potential yet. I like that. And I'm aware that I don't know that, so mm-hmm. that puts me one step ahead in finding it. Mm-hmm. I think potential is like something that, I mean, though nobody knows, it could be anything, you know. It could be anything that you want it to be. 
But um, so how did you eventually get? Because I remember <laughs> that moment where I, when I saw you at the gas station where you were you got kicked out. You had everything packed up in the back of the truck and. You were selling all these things, trying to, you know, just trying to make money and yeah. try to find a job at least just to, just to live or just to survive. So um, what what happened in your mind, you know, that kind of like, I don't know, changed it, changed your mindset and, you know, made you realize, like, I need to step step it up. I need to change the way that I live. I need to change some things in my life. What What had to happen and what did you do about it? thinking about what else can go wrong Mm -hmm. and thinking about what else can go right and just deciding that I don't want anything else to go to go wrong if I can help it Mm -hmm. I don't want to lose any more things I don't want to have to sell off my things to Mm -hmm. make money I like I like having what I have um I made the mistake of selling a set of golf clubs that were my father's and a saddle Mm -hmm. that had sentimental value to the ranch I was working on Mm -hmm. that saddle was sold to me and I, I ended up getting it back and getting it back to the owner which was nice but that saddle was my saddle, but it was just a whole situation. Mm-hmm. But seeing myself having nowhere to go, n- nothing that I can do, no work. The no work really hurt me mm-hmm. because I like to. I will work seven days a week if people will give me work. I believe it. And I have no problem doing it. I have no problem working the night through. I was in Joplin Saturday, and I worked. I worked from nine o'clock at night. To the morning to mm-hmm. until I saw daylight, which was about six thirty mm-hmm. or so. I worked all night long and just welding, cleaning, doing everything that needs to happen so they can be successful when they're running cattle through their shoots on Monday. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay, so now tell me the process on how you got enough money to eventually buy a house, and I mean, just because, like I said, that. It's it was so different because that day I saw you and then now all of a sudden you have a house <laughs> and it happened pretty quick. It was like yeah, what two months maybe about three months, three months around there. So, yeah. um, just penny pinching, not mm-hmm. not spending money on the fast food, not spending money on the. I I still have drink. I still drink a monster every morning, mm-hmm. and that's was my fault. Mm-hmm. Um, and I still will. Because that's that helps me wake up good in the morning and yeah. it's a good start to my day. Mm-hmm. So where were you living like during that time? Were you still in your truck or where were you? Um, it was a mixture of staying at friends' houses, staying mm-hmm. in a hotel, and um, yeah, just sleeping in my truck mm-hmm. because it was I could turn on my heater for twenty minutes and warm it up for three hours, mm-hmm. and just that penny pinching, that being aware of what I'm spending and what I'm saving. What I'm setting aside for, I set aside money for three weeks, trying to make sure I still had gas for Joplin. Mm-hmm. It took me three weeks once I found this house. I've been eyeing this house for a while. Mm-hmm. I saw it on Marketplace one time, looked at the pictures, and kind of skimmed by it, and then it came back, and it came back, and it came back. Like, this house was the place I needed to be. Mm-hmm. Like, God said it in my life or something. Amen. But I knew, what I, I knew it was going to be hard, and it still is hard. It's still because of this first month, month the security deposit, the mm-hmm. lease on everything. It still is a struggle, and it's I'm, it's it's getting better, mm-hmm. but it's just it's just trying to live day by day with a plan of the future in mind, mm-hmm. and trying to, um, trying to make it trying to make it something that trying to make something out of yourself, I guess. Mm-hmm. Because I was told by multiple people, you're never going to be nothing. You're just going to be 
always broke, never going to have a house, never going to have a truck. Mm-hmm. Well, I have a house now, and I have two trucks now. Yeah. I, I think that kind of fueled me, too, mm-hmm. proving people wrong. Amen. That said I couldn't do it. Yeah. That said you're go- that, um, hearing, ba- hearing someone that I consider a father mm-hmm. um, who took me in under their wing for about eight, for about four or five months, and I lived in his house. Mm-hmm. I, his wife cooked, cooked meals. They treated me right, and I left them basically left them bone dry without an explanation. Mm-hmm. Um, seeing them still care about me and seeing them still be there for me where they can and still be in my life um, kind of showed me that there's people out there wanting you to be successful, mm-hmm. but there's also people you also have to keep in mind the people that are looking for you to fail. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you got to stay away from them, but let them see what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Because if you let them see what you're they're, what you're doing, then you're never going to be unsuccessful. Because mm-hmm. anything you do, it, anything you do, you can make something out of it. It's either going to be a lesson learned mm-hmm. or a um, or a successful thing. Hmm. I like that, dude. You're like spitting out quotes like twenty four seven, bro. I Automatically. <laughs> I won't never say. I, it's just stuff I've been thinking about. Yeah. Stuff I've been thinking about day in day out. Mm-hmm. Trying to make my friends successful as well. Mm-hmm. And um, what do you mean by that? I have I have a friend that's sixteen years old. His name's Alex. Mm-hmm. He's living with me. Um, I pay I pay the vast majority of the rent. He helps where he can. He's mm-hmm. he's full time in school, and I'm making sure he's full time in school. Mm-hmm. He left home for a reason, and I it's not my place to say that reason, but yeah. it's a valid reason mm-hmm. why he left home. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm working on adopting him. Mm. I'm working on getting guardianship of him until he turns eighteen. Yeah. Until at least he turns seventeen and is legal. Yeah. Um, but I, that's that's what I'm working on right now, and mm-hmm. I'm doing that so I can keep I can make sure he stays in school, stays with the right mm-hmm. crowd, and just overall try to help him, guide him in the right direction. Yeah, I have another friend that looks up to me as a mentor, and he's told me to my face he looks up to me as a mentor. So wow. it's I have people that are there for me, and I have people that I'm there for as well. Mm-hmm. I have my my one of my really close friends, Jason, probably one of my best friends. Um, he will always be there for me, and I will mm-hmm. always be there for him. Mm-hmm. He calls me, I'm there, no matter where I'm at. Same with my friend Wesley. He calls me, I'm there. He's all the way out in New York right, right mm-hmm. now. If he call, if he called me right now, I'd tell I'd tell him let let me get my paycheck Friday, and I'll drive up there. Mm-hmm. It's just being there for those that are there for you, and wow. you got you got your people that are just your friends, and then you got your friends that no matter what happens, they're your family, mm-hmm. and all my fam- all my true family, my blood fam- family is out in Arizona, living their lives. I'm still in touch with some of them. Other- others I kind of fell out of touch with mm-hmm. for various reasons. But I tried to show them that I'm doing better and show them because that's all they've ever wanted from me is yeah. success. Yeah, and I think that's what any family member would want for you know their family. Absolutely. But um, you mentioned God. What's your what's that relationship with God like? <clears throat> That relationship with God is fal- is faltering but getting better. Mm-hmm. And I'll just be completely honest with you. I fell away from God for about four months. Yeah. And stopped praying, stopped going to church. But once I got this house, I realized that he's still there with me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember you he, posted a, a snap saying something like that, you know, and saying how basically you got a house, you got two trucks, and, and without God, you wouldn't have made it, you know? Yeah. So. He, he's been there he will always be in anyone's corner mm-hmm. just as long as you listen for it and see the little things mm-hmm. because God's blessings aren't always big things mm-hmm. 
and that's one thing I've came to realize. Um, so right now, and I've ha- I have Alex doing this as well, and Alex, I'm trying to get Alex saved right now, mm-hmm. and I'm trying to help my friends out where I can and try to strengthen all of our relationships mm-hmm. with, with our Lord. Um, but every night before we eat a meal, um, I have a table and I cherish that table because yeah, it's I've a place him. I can sit down. Mm-hmm. But every, every night before we start a meal, we pray. Amen. Every morning before I go to work, I pray. I pray over, I pray over everyone in my house. I, mm-hmm. pray, I pray for safety on the way to work. I mm-hmm. pray for a good day. And I pray that I learn something. Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, what was I going to say? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, since you've experienced, you know, God's grace or mercy, whatever you want to describe it as, um, what would you tell a person, you know, that's kind of, that's kind of losing their faith in God. That's kind of, you know, like, is God even real? Some They could be a safe person, but they're, you know, they're uh, doubting his existence because of the circumstance they're in or just how they feel in life and just things that are not going right in their life. What, what would you say to them? Go watch the sunset and the sunrise. Mm-hmm. Look at the stars at night. Look at the moon. Look at the sun. Mm-hmm. Look at the clouds move. Mm-hmm. All of that happens for a reason. Yeah. Everything that is in our solar system, everything that's in our skies, everything that's on our table mm-hmm. is there for a reason. The books we have are there for a reason. Our world does not... Our world as a big... Um, just as a general statement, our world is going downhill very fast. Our country, yeah, our country is faltering. Our leadership mm-hmm. is not where it should be. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's happening for a reason too. Mm-hmm. That might... I'm thinking that might be a prophecy being fulfilled. Yeah. But I haven't looked into it, so I can't say that matter-of-factly. Mm-hmm. That's just where my thoughts are with it. But everything that happens is happening for a reason. Just keep your head up. Keep keep pushing day by day. Mm-hmm. Because you're not going to get there overnight. Yeah, amen. It's just living It's just li- living a day at a time, penny-pinching where you can, mm-hmm. cherishing those you have, and always trying to help others because... Mm-hmm. The more you help others, the more you're going to help yourself, too. Amen. Just look at the smile on someone's face when you mm-hmm. help them. Mm-hmm. And look at the smile it puts on your face. Mm-hmm. Amen, bro. You're so wise. Not, <laughs> For not so really. young. <laughs> not really. Okay, so um, we've dealt with the past and then the present. Um, so tell me, what is your future like? I mean, you kind of talked about it. You said you want... 10 trucks and uh 500 acres i'm not laughing because it's uh you, I, I believe you could do it yeah. but um is it 10 trucks that's a lot of trucks it is <laughs> but uh and you want 500 acres so um what does your future look like in the regards of like how will you accomplish that how or do you i mean obviously you want to be married because you said you want three or four kids yeah. Um, so yeah, give me an outline of what your future, how the process of your future will look like to I, attain it. I will not get married until I'm 20, 25 or 26 years old. And what that's that? just because of how young I am mm-hmm. and how young, if, if I find, if I find a girl that's around that age as well, mm-hmm. just because of how young we are, um, we haven't been through all of life. We haven't experienced everything mm-hmm. that there is to experience. And I, and that's kind of just an age that I've set for myself. So I I make sure I'm financially stable mm-hmm. and I make sure that I can provide for a family. Mm-hmm. Because I, I, would, I wouldn't want to marry a girl and be living in a truck. Yeah. Oh, I, w- yeah. I wouldn't want to ever go through that. So Like a friend we know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
Yeah, no. we all know who we're talking about. <laughs> that's not. This is not the time or place for that. <laughs> I don't know what you can say we're that you guys are friends. No, or, I mean I try to that. I try to talk to him and help him out sometimes, but I don't. Yeah. <laughs> I won't drag myself down yeah. again. Yeah, I understand. Um, uh, but <clears throat> do you think? Do you think you can ever be ready? You know, to be married. I mean, there's no way. Like, oh, you, yeah. there's variables that. Things might happen in yeah. the future, you know. You I mean, can't, can't predict it. Absolutely, but there's there's no preparing for marriage, mm-hmm. but there is getting yourself financially. You can't set up, yeah. You, you, there's getting yourself financially stable yeah. and getting mm-hmm. a savings. Mm-hmm. So in case anything happens, you've got it handled mm-hmm. to an extent. Yeah. There will always be there will always be things that you guys will handle together. There will always mm-hmm. be things to overcome, but it's just going to make your relationship stronger. Mm-hmm. But if you can get to a point where you're on track and you know what you want and you're starting to get there if you find a girl that you think you are ready to marry mm-hmm. then she she knows exactly what you want too so if you ever do change up she's like it's like you guys already know what you, what each other what you guys want and it's already it's already out there mm-hmm. so you guys are you already on, have that foundation yeah. between both of you exactly mm-hmm. um in terms of how I'm going to get there, I'm really not sure yet. Right now, I work seven days a week. Mm-hmm. And I'm happy doing that, but I want to start slowing down. I want to spend some time with God, and I want to spend some time with those I love. Amen. Now, you, how, how many jobs do you have? Three? I know you work at Tracker, and Jump you work stockyards. at the stockyards. Yeah. Um, I got hired on to do Windows part-time. Mm-hmm. And I have another job opportunity that I'm probably going to turn down, being mm-hmm. a heavy heavy equipment operator in... Um, out by Pulper Bluff mm-hmm. is a project they're on right now, which is four hour drive, and I won't make that once a week. Yeah, no, yeah. So, um, three, three right now. Um, one full time, two part time. Mm-hmm. The two part time are just basically keep keep gas in my truck yeah, and my bills extra paid. Mm-hmm. Um, my my main job at Tracker, I'm not making the most money there mm-hmm. yet. I won't talk about how much I make, but I'm I'm making enough to steadily build mm-hmm. and I have I I told them I want a quarter of my check pulled out every every week to, towards a 401k mm-hmm. good yeah, and that's then smart. I have health Project. insurance with them so that's just things I'm doing to prepare for the future bro you're wise man not really you're, you're, I'm still figuring you're, you're, all this you're out you're making the right steps for sure you're, you're going the right direction time and will tell I love to see them <laughs> yeah I mean at, at the moment yeah yeah <laughs> So okay, what is the what does your job look like in the future then? What do you, what do you want to do? I'm thinking about going on the road welding, but mm-hmm. I need my certificates, and that takes fifth. And that's gonna take me fifteen grand mm-hmm. through Iron Eagle 15? Welding Academy. Yeah. Wow. Unless I can get a grant, and I'm not going after government grants currently. Mm-hmm. I haven't looked into much, so as a, I'm just setting worst case scenario. I can go get my certificates. I know how to weld. Mm-hmm. It's just having the certificates to show that when yeah, you're going yeah. job site to job mm-hmm. site. Um, but I'm unsure. I'm honestly still figuring it out. Mm-hmm. I'm un- I'm unsure exactly what I want my forever career to be, because on the road, you're on the road. You're making you're banking forty five hundred a week. Yeah, yeah. On, on a good week, and you're you're bringing home a lot of money, but it's not a life to raise a family on yeah being gone five days five days a week being home two days a week if Mm -hmm. you're lucky and when you're home you're trying to decompress from being on the road Mm -hmm. 
So missing missing school events, missing everything, I don't I don't want that for my kids. Yeah. I mean, but you can but since you're 18, you can work all the way up to Yeah. You know, cuz I mean, I've heard stories and I know people that they've welded all the while they were young and then all the way to like 30. Yeah. They've they've saved up so much money that they bought their own land that they bought you know things that they wanted you know they their dream their dream items you know so i mean just through welding so i mean i think it's possible oh absolutely Mm -hmm. it's just it's just figuring out what i like to do because tracker is a job i don't see it being long term though Mm -hmm. um just because it's the same thing day after day Mm -hmm. it's the same it's an assembly line yeah um Probably. You work at Superior. You yeah. know how it is. I'm not in the. I'm not on the outside doing okay. the assembly thing. I'm in the office. But yeah, I, I mean, I was there. I was out yeah. there for a little bit. Um, but it's so. the same thing day after day. Mm-hmm. It's just not something I can see myself doing long term and staying happy because mm-hmm. I like to be happy when I work. So yeah, um, I might end up saving enough money to buy a skid steer and start and start running my own business, building mm-hmm. fence and corrals and um, doing that type of welding. Mm-hmm. Or I might um, honestly go go after my CDL and heavy equipment operator to, mm-hmm. for a little bit. I'm not sure yet, but I'm going to make sure when I do decide to go that route, I have the savings built up to start a new job and to still pay my bills and to make myself successful doing it. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I like that. Hmm. What about Alex? And what is, What's his future in your life? And do you plan on... Alex wants to go to college. Okay. I'm not, he has a college interview next week. Mm-hmm. Um, he had to reschedule because the last person he was living with screwed him over out of some things, and he had to work it off. Mm-hmm. And there was no getting around it. He had to reschedule, but the college was very understanding about it. Um, I forget what college it is. But, I'm yeah, he wants to go to college, and he's not sure what he wants to do for work after college, but he knows he knows college is a step he wants to take. Mm-hmm. He's very smart. Mm-hmm. very smart and so i'm i'm gonna like right now he's using one of my trucks mm-hmm. um to get himself to and from school and where he needs to go and um yeah he's he's he sit he sits out there with me sometimes when i work on my trucks and and learns where he learns where he wants to learn and he does he he's living his life the best way he knows how Mm-hmm. He's he's not, he's not into drinking or drugs or anything good, like that, good. and I try to surround myself with people who are not into that thing, mm-hmm. those things, because you surround yourself with someone, eventually you're gonna fall you into that. Just like them. Yeah. So if you surround yourself by by successful people, mm-hmm. you will become successful. Mm-hmm. You surround yourself by drug drug addicts, you will become a drug addict. Mm-hmm. It's just knowing what you want. No, it really all comes down to being that strong-willed person and mm-hmm. being firm in your beliefs mm-hmm. and knowing what you want. Hmm. Now, how how, how did you overcome your, I don't know, uh, alcohol addiction? I don't know. Is that what yeah. you would call it? Um, just honestly wanting to remember the next day what I did the night before mm-hmm. and getting to a point where it was affecting my work got me thinking like is it really worth losing because i like is it really worth losing money mm-hmm. just to go spend more money on mm-hmm. something i don't need in my life yeah. something that goes away like yeah. instantly yeah hits your lips and it's gone it's mm-hmm. like 
and then the next day it just it leaves you with a headache and leaves you just feeling like crap mm -hmm. so why would i why would i put myself through that when i could have just as much fun sober working mm -hmm. on my trucks or hanging out with friends or there's there's a lot better things that i could be doing with my time than drinking mm -hmm. now <laughs> i know <laughs> you you drove drunk before right i have you haven't you haven't been pulled over before though have you i have really how was how did that situation go it rolled over well right. um i got pulled over because i was doing 85 in a, in a 55 and they could they could they didn't realize that i was drunk i was able to hide it oh wow so not saying that it's smart yeah not saying that no, i should have done it yeah. but i wanted to get somewhere Mm -hmm. to get some food probably mm -hmm. and got pulled <laughs> over and he let me off with a warning and it rolled over very well uh-huh so that's the bully right there yeah honestly <laughs> it, that could have been i could have been still dealing with that to this day mm -hmm. but i'm lucky i'm not yeah yeah i'm not sure what the repercussions would be i mean you probably go to jail right for uh, um, I'd, drinking and driving yeah i'd go to jail and get my license revoked and yeah. i'd get i'd get charged with minor possession yeah. and um dwi mm -hmm. wow so god has it really has been yeah. taking care god, of you god has had my back every step yeah. of the way amen that's awesome okay so we're coming to a closing um but what are some what are some lessons that you've learned that, you know, it could be anything that you would like to share, maybe a quote or a few quotes or something like that. What would be something that you would like to share? I'll share a quote I, I learned from my foster, from basically my foster dad. Mm -hmm. um, and that quote is hanging in his house to this day. And I don't know how I still have this memorized, but I do. <laughs> um It's not an embrace the suck, is it? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, that is a good quote, yeah. too. But no. Um, it, it goes something like this. The quality and level of performance in a person's life is directly proportionate to their individual commitment to excellence. Remembering that failure is ne that success is never an accident and failure is never an option. Dang. Well, you got that quote memorized one hundred percent. It's a it's a really good quote. It is. It really is. So um, so what does that mean to you, and how do you apply it to your life? Um, basically everything I've said tonight is stemmed off of that quote. Yeah. Everything I've done in the past two years is stemmed off of that quote. It's mm -hmm. been, um, like I've said multiple times this evening, knowing what you want, mm -hmm. having a goal set. If you have no goals, you have no success. Mm -hmm. Because if you have no goals, you're basically striving after nothing. Mm -hmm. You set your goals high, then you're striving after something. And everything you do, every every dollar you make is a is a dollar towards your goal. Mm -hmm. Every step you take towards it is a success. Mm -hmm. So if you look at it that way, and you just, every day you wake up and you tell yourself it's going to be a good day. You tell yourself you're going to learn something. You tell yourself this, tell yourself that mm -hmm. um, in a good way versus waking up and saying, oh, I don't want to go to work today or, oh, I'm tired. I'm just going to call in. Those days those days that you're tired and still go to work will be those days that you are, will be most happy you did in the future mm -hmm. because those that's more, that's more hours, that's more experience, that's more money. Mm -hmm. So just keeping that in mind on the days you even don't want to do something if it's going to be good for you do it yeah 
don't hesitate to make your life better and don't yeah. hesitate to cut people I out like of your, don't, don't hesitate to cut people out of your life when mm-hmm. you need to cut them out I had to kick I had to kick someone out of my house the other night and told them they're not welcome on my property because wow. I I didn't realize how much they drank mm-hmm. so just stuff like that that don't hesitate to do what you need to do mm-hmm. for your life mm-hmm. care care for others help others where you can try to try to bring others up with you but if they're gonna if they're gonna ignore you if they're not gonna take what you say to heart then don't cut them off mm-hmm. don't tr- don't try to don't try to help someone that doesn't want help mm-hmm. hmm. and that's a hard thing yeah. that that can be a hard thing to do because mm-hmm. you're like oh I really care about this person um, even if he is in Texas and going down a wrong path mm-hmm. um, living out of his truck with a girl even even if he's doing going down the wrong path you can say. If he gets his life together, if he starts trying to do better, at least showing an effort, then I will help him. Mm-hmm. But as long as he's doing what he's doing, then cut him off. Mm-hmm. Ain't, okay. no, ain't no point in bringing yourself down trying to bring someone else up. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I like that. Um, all right, in closing, uh, what is one thing that, like a hidden talent that nobody knows that you have or something that you can do? Or... Oh, shoot. <laughs> um... One thing that I hide because it's a plus if I had it. Um, I could learn, not really a weird thing, uh-huh. but I can learn things really quick. Yeah. I can pick up on a lot of things that mm-hmm. people say really quick. So like if you're, if you're trying to teach me something and I can tell you're not wanting to teach me, I won't learn it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can learn, I can learn a lot of skills. Like in less than a year, I now know how to, um, Lay water line, um, redo water hydrants, mm-hmm. el- elect- do electric work, frame houses, roof houses. Like mm-hmm. I can do a lot, and I've just I've just learned all that in a year. Mm-hmm. So just things, little things about me mm-hmm. comes with work ethic. Just learning. I like that. Thank you for listening to Life Cycle Podcast. If you'd like to reach out to me, my email is L-I-F-E period C-I-C-L-E one at gmail.com. And my Instagram is T-I-M-A-S underscore A-R-Y-A. Thank you for listening again. Please like, share, subscribe, and rate it five stars, please. Thank you so much.